You're listening to Redemption Cast, Season 3, Episode 1, Heartthrob. As Angel mourns Buffy's death, he battles a lovelorn vampire seeking revenge for the death of his beloved, who is killed by Angel. Angel's a vampire who has a soul, and welcome to Season 3. He fights the darkness with Wesley Gun, morning friend. And Cordy. Wow, 19 months since our last show. We finished Buffy, now back to LA we go. Angel's a vampire, and this is his show. Redemption Cast is back. We're really actually back. So, listeners, S. O D. Fantastico. Brava, brava, brava. I'm Robin. Uh, I'm Stephanie. This is Kimberly. And I'm Illyrio. As it ever was, hey! as it always will be. I'm retconning and... the Redemption Cast. <laughs> What do you mean? Who's this Gabby person you're talking about? There's never any Gabby. We have always been at war with Eurasia. Illyrio <laughs> <laughs> has a goatee now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, again, we miss you, Gabby. And uh, miss you, Gabby. Let, and uh, let's see. Well, heartthrob, guys. How, how, let me just ask you straight off the bat: like, how was it to getting? watching your first angel episode in like years i at first i was like okay here we go we're back into it i was kind of shocked by by wesley's hair <laughs> and then, <laughs> that was the first thing that i was like Ugh. but watching the episode i felt a little buffy buffy-esque but I'm not going to lie, guys. Honestly, I'm like, this show is so much better than Buffy. <laughs> and just watching this episode, I'm just like, oh, we've grown up. We've graduated. <laughs> ah! Sorry, everyone. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Was that my other theme? Yes, it was. <laughs> it was the NBC Sports Network version of your theme. Not taking anything away from Buffy. Because in the end, that was really awesome. However, I'm just like, I'm so much more into this than than that. Um, I forgot how attractive Charisma Carpenter is. <laughs> and I really hate what I'm about to say. But I have to be honest with everyone. When she said it really brings out my breasts. <laughs> I laughed out loud. It was great. I laughed out loud because I was trying to figure out how to write in my notes something that wasn't just horribly sexist. That I'm so happy that she just said that for me. Because, yeah, uh, Charisma Carpenter is very attractive. Um, I'm so happy that we got some Dennis action. Um, I thought Gun wasn't too much of a stereotype this episode. No. Yeah. It was it was like he was a normal he was a normal person. And oh my god, Fred is crazy. I'm so into this show right now. I love it. <laughs> I'm so happy that we're watching it because oh my god. And we were it was all misdirection. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. It was all misdirection anyway. Because, Angel, you are not the father. It's something I want to hear eventually. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, there, there's a little surprise at the end of the episode. Uh, one that I was like, oh, shit, when I saw the credits. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw. Well, Julie it, it wasn't spoiled for me because the, uh, the, uh, the screen on Netflix is is Darla and Angel in, 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 in Marseille. So I, I knew oh, she was okay. going to be the episode anyway. Yeah, when that flashback came up, I was like, oh, thank God. Maybe they'll think it's just this. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of like the key. It's almost like the like when they were doing Drusilla flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, you'll see Drusilla too. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, actually, uh, Illyria, what, mm-hmm. what, what were your thoughts on Wesley's hair? Uh, <laughs> I didn't have any thoughts on Wesley's hair. Um, I thought, um, I can't wait to, uh, have more Fred on my screen. Mm. Um, I love her accent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Is that that her real accent? Yeah. She's just come and go. She's from Texas, but, um, and those are her real glasses. Hmm. (laughs) And, uh, Amy Acker is in the opening credits. Yeah. I noticed that. Yeah. I have notes. Wait a there, second. I want to show you guys my final bit. note. Hold on, Robin. I'm going to interrupt. I wanna, oh, no, please I want to show ahead. you guys my Sorry. final note. Do you guys see that final note? <laughs> right there. Hello, <laughs> Darla. And it's a little, it's a little a pregnant woman. Baby. Still a pregnant woman. <laughs> yeah. So your notes look like Fred's walls. <laughs> Pretty Did you say, much. Listen, listen, listen somewhere. <laughs> no, but what was interesting is I thought she was writing on a whiteboard. And I was like, oh, Fred is organized. And then it was like, oh, fuck, she's writing all over the walls. This is awesome. She's totally crazy. Sorry, I don't mean to use that word in an insensitive way. I apologize. (laughs) She's just having a difficult time adjusting to normal life. I thought what what Cordy said was really great. She exchanged 1K for another. Mm -hmm. I thought that was very poignant. I'm like, when did Cordy get so insightful? And there's some good continuity there. Like, uh, obviously, you guys probably don't remember two years ago, uh, but uh, there was this uh, in one of the episodes. Uh, uh, Fred was saying how she really just missed tacos. So Corey oh, says something I, about. I, I, I missed that, but I did write tacos down in my notes. Yeah, tacos are awesome. Tacos are awesome. Nice um, fish tacos at Fred's in San Diego. So we have our our new cast member, but there's another a big big change uh, to the show, and that's that Angel is now in letterbox format. I was going to say, is this the first time it's in widescreen? Yeah, and um, they didn't actually start shooting in letterbox format until episode three. Ooh. Uh, so you'll see that it's it'll be a little different then. Um, they had to uh, retransfer to the wider format for the first two episodes. And um, is that why sometimes when they did the morphing, it looked a little off? It's either that or the special effects. I, I, mean, this is I special thought effects I saw that, that the moon was all squished. Oh, yeah, well, there point. we go. So, so Probably. I was wondering what that was about. Yeah, well, we're still dealing with this. Is uh, this aired uh, September twenty fourth, two thousand one? So we're still dealing with early aughts mm. <laughs> effects. Um, yeah. They said. They uh-huh. said that they said we're really happy to do this because it made everything a lot more cinematic, and I yeah. totally agree. Which agree? Yeah. I remember when ER went widescreen, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is the this yeah. is the good stuff." Mm. 
Um, so I don't know. Do you want to just kind of start at the beginning and yeah. work our way through or hop around? Let's do it. I turn to a pumpkin in seven minutes. Okay. Uh, Wesley <laughs> is wonderfully pedantic. That's <laughs> my first note. Because, yeah. you know, he is. He's wonderfully pedantic. He's like my spirit animal. <laughs> I love Wesley. Is it about the whole, like, uh, worshipping demons thing? Yeah. Like, really, what is in. with people who worship it demons? It was really great. It was fantastic. <laughs> Where's the payoff? Cordy misses Pylea. Of course. And, uh, you know, it's, it was really great because it, it was the first episode of, of, a, of, 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 the new, of the third season, which means that there's lots of kind of, there's a little snippets to catch us up because... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people have not watched it since the summer was over and stuff, or since the summer started, and yeah. so there's a little bit of that for us. Um, I'm, I'm kind of, I was wondering if they were going to do like a whole like, you know, previously on Angel, da 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 da, uh-huh. da but they didn't, which I really liked because mm. hey, you know, we can go back and look at our VCRs. <laughs> Yeah, and they had a whole conversation about it, which is yeah. what I've been telling stuff this entire time. I was like, oh, we can just start right away. We don't yeah. need to do it. <laughs> Uh, because they pretty much talk about, hey, remember when you were we were in Pylea and you were a princess and blah, blah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it didn't. T- I mean, they didn't talk about the Grusalug, which is you know mm. unfortunate. But uh, <clears throat> and I'm happy we got to see Lauren eventually. I'm mm. really happy we got to see Merle. I, I feel like we haven't talked about the big guy yet. And, we got to talk uh, about Angel. Uh, well, Angel, hold on. Cover here. You, you you seem to be thinking that because the show's called Angel that we're going to talk about him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, Angel is there, and you know he's he's himself, and he wasn't there. Mm. I was trying to remember um, exactly what happened in both worlds because I, I I vaguely remember the final episode of season two when they came back from Pylea and crashed back into the karaoke bar. Yes, and then I was trying to remember if Angel how angel found out about buffy dying it was willow was at the I know, hyperion yeah willow, and then they yeah. cut I mean, yeah but i was trying to remember if we saw him go somewhere but i was like no nope. we didn't we just yeah they literally just cut and then exposition scene where they mm-hmm. explain everything <laughs> yeah which Those brings classic, me to my you know, like, batman begins um, yeah, reference where Angel is somewhere in a mountain, and he probably had to find some flour and then <laughs> some eggs and sugar, <laughs> um, and then freaking demon monks. <laughs> demon monks, man, come on! Every time this guy goes to like do some kind of, uh, yeah, every time he goes to like do some soul searching or or meditation, it's, it's actually a demon who's there instead of someone who's going to help him, like the like the guru and the Tishmagev, yeah, yes, yeah. The, the, the Tishmagev and. Who, I, I don't know if you watch anybody watches The Walking Dead, but there was this recent waste of time episode with Morgan, and it was Morgan. I love that see, episode. Morgan went to see me? the Tish McGev. It was great. I love that episode. John Lynch. What is this? John. John Carroll Lynch. John Carroll Lynch. That was great. Yeah, they watched Angel. It was yeah. Huh? <laughs> they watched what? Angel, the Tish McGev episode. Everybody wants to know uh, the dude's backstory, but it was, it was kind of weird. You guys are talking about a show that I gave up on uh, <laughs> after season two, episode well, one. I just got back into it. Actually, I want to be honest. I gave up on the show when I found out that subsequent seasons were going to be more than like 12 or 13 episodes. 
Mm. Uh, I, I can't do it. Can't do it. Can't commit. No, I so can't. Anyway. I can't commit. That's why I, you know, like, hey, I, I, I burned through Rick and Morty season one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I found a YouTube channel that had all the episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was fantastic. I, I can't do, I can't do twenty two or whatever they do. How many Walking Dead episodes in a season? I think it's only like too many. Or they split it up. They do. Yeah, they split it up. Maybe they do eight, eight and eight. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, forget it. But yeah, now it is. This season is really good. Ain't nobody uh, got time for that. Now the, uh, Herschel's farm was. I, this, this, this is Herschel's farm. I totally disagree with you guys. I'm sorry, but anyway, can we get back to Angel? Yes. Yeah, we let's can. talk about Mike, Mike Massa and his uh, spiky wig. I've missed him. The big fight in the monastery. Yeah, he is just fantastic. Oh, is this uh, really- Stangel? Yeah, Stangel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the switching between the stunt guy and Angel was not good. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but... Through the entire episode, not just there in the monastery. It's just really? like a thing you gotta, like... Yeah, uh, S-O-D. Yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's, it's almost like, yep, there he is, whatever, he's playing Angel right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, just like Stuffy. Yeah, like, Stuffy. Exactly. Yeah, you just... I think over the years, little, I just kind of got used to Stuffy. Yeah, same uh-huh. thing. It was 2001. You know, now, like, I watch Arrow. All these fight scenes are just, mm. like, feature Amazing. film level. Yeah. Yeah. I think the fight scenes, though, are, are great in here, even though we it's obvious that the stunt guy is doing it. I think fight scenes in Angel are really awesome. I, this, yeah. this first they one are. I wasn't a fan of, but the one, the, the one in the middle of the street I liked. Well. This one. <laughs> that made me laugh. Not not the not the fight. It's just that they're like, what is it? Oh, they're going down Sixth Avenue, and then they go down. There's all this traffic, and then cut to the only two cars in the entire town, and yeah. <laughs> they, they're right on their bumper, like they didn't see them. They're like, whoa, where do you come from? You know, like, <laughs> but yeah. I know it's TV. It, well, you know, it's so deep. So deep. Yeah. <laughs> The night in LA, you can even joust on those streets if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have my, my next point is I love how the gang welcoming Angel home is almost like a metaphor for our return to to I know. Redemption Gas. That's like, Yay, welcome home, us. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Um. So yeah, the Fred scene. Uh, listen for the click in your brain for it all to make sense. Here. Oh, and uh, Angel says something about, uh, you don't have to write everything down. And it was like he was speaking to me as I was taking notes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I like how they're trying to woo Fred out of her room, and uh, he's just about got her out. (laughs) Yeah, if anybody can do it, Angel can. Yeah. Go back in there and shut the door. That was hilarious. (laughs) So are you guys shipping for Angel at all? or What? Not at all. Shipping for Angel? No. She's like a little sister. No. I'd rather see Angel and Cordelia, but that's not going to (laughs) happen. Who? Angel and Cordelia. There was a lot of touching. Yeah. And I I guess it was um, so, uh, skipping ahead, Mm -hmm. so James (laughs) would assume that she's Angel's (laughs) girlfriend. Yeah, isn't that hilarious? James would. No. <laughs> Sorry. 
Yeah, because I thought she was hanging off him quite a bit. I'm like, oh, is this a little foreshadowing? But he had this air about him like, don't touch me. It's just the subway. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Uh, yeah, my my, my quote is uh, Cordy sticking her tongue out. (laughs) That was hilarious. (laughs) Um, so so, what what are you guys' thoughts about uh, Cordy's visions? I think they will be the death of her. Mm -hmm. I honestly do because they're killing her. yeah, Yeah, and they're getting progressively worse, and like they really take a toll on her. She's like debilitated. Mm-hmm. It's like having I like a. They, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I was just gonna say I like how they um, um, they take a moment after the you know like the team rushes out to fight the bad guys, but that we stay on Cordy who just kind of like falls to the floor and starts crying, and you're like, oh, yeah. oh Cordy. Yeah. And thank God she has Dennis. I know. I wrote here. Dennis is the best and a little creepy. And a little mm-hmm. creepy. And then I wrote, I, I bet he's the jealous the type. Afterlife than giving, giving Cordy a sponge bath. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait until we watch the episode where Cordy falls for someone and Dennis murders him. Or her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how did you guys like the, uh, <laughs> how did you guys like the loofah on the string? <laughs> I didn't notice any strings. I was looking specifically for a string and I was like, this is uh, good, good, good I did effect, notice how effect. Dennis passive aggressively hung up um, Cordy's shirt rather than just leave it on the floor. Like, <laughs> who is he, Danny Tanner? <laughs> just leave it on the floor, dude. It was like, no, Cordy, hang these, these. You have to hang this up. Like, dude, relax. <laughs> and uh, that, yeah, the loofah just seemed to be applying zero pressure and was high. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, it's so painful. It's a dry it's a dry scrub first. That's what you have to do. And then Yeah, do you even loofah, bro? <laughs> I don't loofah. Uh, <laughs> Exfoliate the skin. So we're investigating a college dorm party. Everyone's invited, which is a terrible oh thing God. to write on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in her vision she she knew exactly what room they were in. Yep. Some good visions. We were mm-hmm. doing with visions and iZombie all the time. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. To be yeah. Back to visions. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Forties are very specific. Very specific visions. <clears throat> and she we doesn't have, have to eat anyone's brain to see them. Nope. <laughs> she and she just doesn't has have to. Have to trauma she, on her own. <laughs> and she doesn't have to lie about it. Right. Um, so we have Super Angel taking taking to the window. We have uh, I, I wrote here, uh, "Welcome back to 2001," and you know this car's racing along to Crystal Method. <laughs> <laughs> Get busy, Tom. Yeah, and this boyfriend is kind of the worst because he's <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, take, take her, <laughs> take her, save take me." Her. She's like, "Oh, dude, you failed the vampire's test." <laughs> Seriously. And then when Angel stakes her and then she says Angelus and then he has that locket, I'm like, oh, is this like a sister we never knew about or something or mm. anything? And they no, it just turned out these are brand new people that apparently have always been in his life. Hello. Yeah, hello. Pa- P- Pablo and. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nikki and Nikki and Pablo. <laughs> Nikki and Paolo or Pablo? <laughs> Paolo. Paolo. Hello, Nikki and Paolo. Vampire form. 
Razzle dazzle. Razzle dazzle, bitch. I mean, their names are James and Elizabeth, but I wrote in my name wrote in my notes lame Spike and Drew because you know this would have been better with Spike and Drew. Oh yeah, but you're not gonna kill Drew. Kill oh, I Drew. know, but yeah. This is uh, this episode was written and directed by David Greenwalt, uh, one of the showrunners of Angel, and this uh, these characters are named after David Greenwalt's assist- assistant, Elizabeth James. Nice. So, <laughs> did David Greenwald work on the X Files? I believe he did. Yeah. Okay. So this whole naming things after things in your personal life is uh, is his maybe his whole idea. <laughs> so the um, from him, the guy who played James. What yeah. else was he in? Because he looked very familiar, and I was trying to like put him somewhere. He just looks like a generic soap opera actor to me. I, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just had that look about him. That, you know, late 90s, early 2000s look, I guess. <laughs> um, this guy is Ron Melendez. He played Jeremy Bradford in Legacy. He also appeared in Voodoo, Children of the Corn 2, Scorned, and The Nanny. Nothing. The Nanny know. with Fran Drescher? I guess. <laughs> Maybe um, I recognize him from Children of the Corn 2. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, Kate Norby plays Elizabeth. Very briefly. Manfest and Believe. I don't know what those are. but Manfest? Hi-oh. Most importantly, we have showing up to the party uh, Keith Zarabajka. Oh, yeah. uh, Playing Holtz. Yeah, so this is the first time we see Holtz, yes? Yes. We've heard of him once before. Yeah. Who's Holtz? Holtz is the guy who is uh, whose entire family was murdered by Angel and Dar- Angelus and Darla, and has been hunting them across the countryside. And uh, we saw we saw the scene that they're talking about, um, where Angel and Darla are like pinned down in a barn. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, oh, okay, in the flashback. Oh, yes, guys, Angelus's Irish accent is back too in this episode. <laughs> It's like he it's like he accidentally slid into yeah. our accent. Yeah. Well, he, he also accidentally slid out of it. <laughs> Cuz okay, they were like pinned down in a barn, but didn't Angelus like run off and leave Darla? No, or Darla left. Other way around. Oh, okay. <clears throat> that was and, awesome. Uh, yeah, Keith who plays Keith Zarabajka um played Mickey Kostmeyer in The Equalizer. In in what? <laughs> He's been in a. Wasn't he in remember the show The Equalizer? I don't no? remember The Equalizer. Oh, The Equalizer. It's great. Anyway, it's been a lot of things. It was recently me- remade into a movie with Denzel Washington. But oh, okay. But he's playing a character that was like an old British guy in the in the TV show, and uh, Mickey was his uh, was his sidekick. Mickey from uh, Doctor Who. No, oh. he, the character's name is Mickey. Oh, that never mind. Holtz. Yeah, anyway. Holtz. Whatever. Holtz. What's uh, Holtz. his first name? Is it Steve? <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder if I actually had... I was, I, Please tell me his first name is like is, is like Steven or something. <laughs> because that would be the greatest thing ever to find or out. St- or Stefan. Stefan. Um, and then <laughs> I apologize, Angel fans are probably yelling at me. I'm looking, I'm looking. Oh, he does no a lot of video games. 
Uh, oh, yeah? Gabby would probably like to know that he was a voice in Fallout Las Vegas. Fallout Las Vegas. Two of Gabby's favorite things, Fallout and Las yeah. Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. But oh, let's talk about Angelus and Darla's relationship. They act like they can't stand each other. Or, they love hate each it's other. Weird. Yeah. yeah. I think they've I think they've grown cynical. Right? Jaded. They're they're very cynical and jaded. Um and I think it's a it's it's just a matter of Ugh, these young in love Ugh oh make me gag. Like I'm totally on Darla and Angelus's side here. <laughs> like go and get a room. Oh, you guys are the worst. Shut up. Um, his Holtz's first name is Daniel. Oh, but you may rename him Stephen. <laughs> Steve Holtz. <laughs> That'd be awesome. He is Captain Daniel Holtz. By oh, the way. Nice. So if you want to call him Captain Steve Holtz, <laughs> to the sea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was great to see Holtz. It was man. He has like a huge posse. Yeah. Like there's all kinds of people around, and they're all like. Aiming their crossbows and and jealous and uh, and and James still managed to get away. Well, you know, when, you can amass quite a following if you like start preaching about kicking minorities out of your country. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I mean, suppose vampires. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I wrote down here: James is lame. He is, and Angelus totally. You know, plays with the fact that he's all, you know, I don't know. Love struck. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like, okay, so vampires lose their souls and they turn totally evil. Except for this guy who's just like all like mopey and whatever. Well, Spike was like that too. Yeah. For a bit, even before he got his. Maybe you have to like, just like let yourself indulge in Mm -hmm. evil and then you can be. Or more soul. I mean, my understanding was that vampires were all about the lust. You know, this, yeah. this, this James and Elizabeth couple talking about love is is weird because They're it doesn't really fit into that. Love. You know, it, it, it is unusual. Um, <clears throat> but you know, it's fine. They, they, I, I didn't expect these these characters to really stick around long, especially since one of them was staked in the first half. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Buddy shows up, <clears throat> the guy who looks like, um, who's that actor? <laughs> yeah. Who's in everything? You know, that guy. You know, the guy that looks like everyone? He was a cop. <laughs> he was a cop in. Okay. Greg, Greg Grunberg was the cop in Heroes, right? Yes. 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 There is a cop in another show who looked like that vampire. Forever oh, Night? No. Never, <laughs> oh, man. This is, I'm not going to get this, but there's an actor. Anyway, this will come to me later. What scene are you talking about? Like When, when, when the guy who was driving the vampire car comes to James before, to before tell he him, gets before, before he, gets he gets tossed into the sun. Thrust into yeah. the light. Direct sunlight. Oh, direct sunlight, yeah, because otherwise he'd be fine. Because indirect sunlight can't hurt 
him. Mm-hmm. So Gax. S-O-D. Yeah, that's definitely something that was brought up in some of the things I read about this episode. It's like, well, how can you just like throw some vampire into sunlight and he just explodes? Where, you know, Angel of Spike, they'll throw a blanket over themselves and they'll be just like sort of on fire, but smoky. Yeah. Like the sun seems to be like completely unmerciful, even in like in a parking garage. And, and that was like an instant through. combustion. Like I yeah. remember many, many a time Spike would have a blanket over him and there'd be a little bit of smoldering here and there. But that guy mm-hmm. was super inflammable. Man. <laughs> maybe he was like, you know, he had a lot of, a lot of alcohol in him. Oh, maybe like all those stories I... of spontaneous human combustion as the result of uh, lots of alcohol and. Gases in yeah. the bodies, nah. It was just really cool looking. <laughs> and then James says he wants to die. Wants to what? I thought he was already dead. Because <laughs> if he wanted to die, why did he just walk into the sunlight? Yeah. If he just wanted to but die, then he we realize what himself. he really meant, Kim. Yeah. But we'll get I to mean, that later. It's Angelus. We have to kill Angelus again. <laughs> So a little bit of a um, context check. When did this episode air relative to the first episode of Buffy's current season? Yes. uh, uh, Bargaining part one, I believe was the, I'll I'll double check. It was the night night before, I believe just double checking. And is Buffy revived in bargaining part one? Yeah, it was a two-part um, season premiere, and they aired both parts in the same night, if okay. I believe. Were they, and they were already on different networks? Yes, they were already on. Oh, actually, it was a couple weeks later. It was a week later. It was October 2nd, 2001. Okay. So that's why I didn't write it so in my notes, this, because Buffy's... This aired before we know Buffy's back. Yeah, you know, if you were ignoring all the promotions that say Buffy lives. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> but no, no, what I mean it. is... It's not like they're acting like Buffy's still dead when she's not still dead. Yeah. Okay. So in the story, she's still dead. Are are we going to have like a lot of episodes of of Buffy being referred to as dead? Or or do we kind of get kind of a call (laughs) like, hey, Buffy's alive now? Or do they just not really mention it because they're on different networks and stuff? Oh, no. They're all still in the same universe. It's just they don't uh, uh, intersect at all. do, Do you remember in Buffy that Angel came back? Yeah. Yeah. So there was a uh, call from uh, a feminine-sounding guy named Fred, I believe. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think you see the other side of the phone call. Okay. Yeah, so like... I can't ex- remember. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. No cool. crossover, but just exposition. Yeah. I have a little trivia here about the whole breakup between the two shows. Cool. Um... Tension erupted when Angel's production company, Fox, asked the WB to pay $2 million per episode for Buffy, effectively doubling the previous cost. The resulting impasse sent shockwaves through the industry with other networks itching to bid at any side of a terminal break between the parties. Angel became caught in the crossfire. David Boreanaz told DV Guide that he didn't have a preference whether his show stayed on the WB or followed Buffy to another network. If Angel ended up on, say, UPN, I'd still go into work and do my thing. That's what I get paid for. Eventually, after much haggling, the WB did renew Angel and moved it to a 9 p.m. Monday slot. Um, Joss Whedon says, Angel has a slightly different audience than Buffy, and I believe it can stand alone. 
Orianna's conceded that having the two series on competing networks would make future co- crossovers difficult. He says, if the storyline calls for a major crossover, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But I think the distance between the shows will enhance the storylines. Whedon says, there will always be a lingering tie, but both have to move on. Okay. It's like other changes you face. If you lose a cast member, for instance, when we lost Seth Green, you worked through it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Why did they so, lose him? Because he just wanted to do other things? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So lure of the movies. Mm. And we see how great that's worked out for him. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's doing quite well on that mm-hmm. chicken. Oh, yeah, with his cartoons in there, for sure. Because, yeah. you know, he's Family a guy. producer. And mm-hmm. That's who makes the money. So uh, we have James going to see Dr. Gregson. The most sexist, awful human. Well, no, he's a demon. Most sexist, awful demon. Yeah. Happens to me every month just like a woman. What the fuck was that about? That was terrible. <laughs> oh, that's so, right. Really gross. What happened? Is he just shedding his skin? Is that what's going on? I assume yeah. so. Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, what? Huh? What? That? Huh? This doctor was played by Bob Morrissey, who... Was you could recognize possibly from the previous season of Buffy, where he was playing a crazy homeless guy that got turned. Into oh yeah, glorious. I, I made the connection instantly. I thought <laughs> <you did. laughs> a crazy homeless guy that what was he was, was in uh, season five of Buffy? turned by Glory, I think, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. made, made was, insane by Glory. Or... For Glory, I think it was the guy that was staring up into the sky. Yeah, and I didn't quite made the connection the first time I watched this because I was instantly like irritated at this whole premise of a, of a vampire losing his heart. And then all of a sudden can't be state can't be sunlight doesn't affect him. And I'm like, why are all the other vampires doing this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because yeah. it doesn't last, right? Exactly. You have to put says, the special clause in. He says, are you aware the price is a, is a steep one? And I thought it was just like, oh, he just loses his heart. And that's that's a big price. You, get, you have to get your chest cut open and your heart taken out. But no, he's on a he's on a ticking clock. He's going. That's why he turns into dust at the end of the episode. Yeah. For some reason, like I Which was really cool, like, by the way, I really, I really, uh-huh. really enjoyed that. I also like the ambiguity of how long he was going to be able to survive. Yeah, it's funny because I always thought the ending was so cheesy because I didn't put the two and two together. I mm-hmm. thought basically James is like, I give up and I'm sad. And I just <laughs> turn into dust because I've given up. <laughs> I'm like, wow, vampires could do that. <laughs> yeah, but it's that he losing hit the love of his life has just killed him. Yeah. And yeah. Angel, he lost the love of his life, but he's not going to let it no. uh, right. get him down. No, because, Whatever. you know, she's on a different network. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just love the whole. You know, they definitely acknowledged the the loss of Buffy, and that uh, Angel is basically saying, like, you know, he feels guilty because he's moving on. It's yeah. it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's it's kind it's of tropey, right, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> I think it's. I I rather he just mourn. Yeah, you know. And we have, uh, you know, I, I thought a great discussion, you know, on the subway between James and Angel about, you know, like wh- what he should be doing to mourn, you know, why isn't he falling over and crumbling, you know? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So. And then it's like, well, don't be a jerk. Like everybody mourns differently. You don't have to like yeah. have all this melodrama all the time. It's not all, all always about the melodrama. 
at all. So, yeah. And try not to Again, think of James the subway passenger standing in the background going, what the fuck is going, going why, did I, why didn't I take my car today? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why did I try to be green and take public transit, which is un- unusually clean? But I was like, and the guy in the crutches, seriously. Comic relief, Kim. You need comic relief. We got but, we got some crush food, Kim. And what do you say to him? He just screams, "Hold him!" And I was like, what? "Catch him!" And then I was like, "Catch oh, him!" Catch him! And I was like, "What is happening?" It <laughs> <laughs> was awesome. Oh, I forgot to mention the whole the whole fight in in the hotel. You know, the before it even starts, Cordy's like, "No, I'm not going home." Yeah, I, that I'll was amazing. She was That's totally right happens. too. She was yeah. totally right. Don't mm-hmm. go home alone. You stay with the hero. Yeah. And then when the fight starts, like Fred comes out of her room and, and Angel's like, go back to your room! <laughs> Pointing at her. <laughs> and at that point, I was like, why doesn't he, you know, Angel wants to protect Cordy, he wants to protect Fred. He, obviously, putting Fred in her room, you know, he couldn't enter it without an invitation. So maybe if Cordy went to her room too, that she'd be safe instead of chasing with him to the sewers, but Mm. Anyway, why does like Cordy just live at the Hyperion? Wouldn't it be cool to live in a hotel? No, because it's not really fully staffed. It doesn't have a ghost. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, Dennis, true. Dennis, she couldn't bring asset. Dennis with her. Dennis is no, I don't. Butt. I don't know no. if you could do that. What, no, it's like she's gonna carry him in her pocket. <laughs> no. But I was thinking, wouldn't she, they just have rooms there available for them just in case something? Oh yeah, but. but you know, you don't really want to sleep where you work, yeah, or live where you work. Yeah, no, that's true. God, ugh. and James would be able to get into any room that Cordy just decided to go into. Yeah, because it sounded like her home. That you know, like Fred, it's now that room is now her home. So, mm. yeah, Angel lives um, there, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh huh. He's got his own room. Um. Lorne! Just... We hear and see Lorne! Oh, oh, yes. Lorne sings. His beautiful voice. And I loved so... checking out all the patrons. Yeah. Uh, Are his nice. eyes redder than usual? I, it did, did he have different. new contacts? I don't really think looked, about that now. His it eyes did look, did look redder than usual. Just his makeup was, a, I thought, was just a tad different, but mm. very minor. Yeah. Yeah, it was like seniors, not... <laughs> yeah, it was. At the... That was great. I just noticed the the sign, and I didn't. I don't think I saw it there before. Maybe I forgot about it. it was just like, "Do not eat the patronage." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think we've seen that sign before. I thought it was really, really funny, though. I thought that was great. Um, but yeah, I just wrote like I just love how flat fleshed out our characters are. Uh, like mm-hmm. just even like how they're reacting to the whole Buffy Angel thing. Uh, Gun thinks Vegas would be a good thing for Angel, and that's just because Gun's like, you know, dude, bro. And Wesley's like, oh, you should just leave him alone. He needs peace and quiet. Mm-hmm. That's just what Wesley would do. And then Cordy just can't help but push and prod because that's Cordy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cordy loves to pry. Yeah, but she like genuinely cares about Angel, and that's that's just awesome. I just love the friendships on the show. Mm-hmm. Merle's got information. He tries to up the price. <laughs> Wesley pulls a seriously badass move and starts removing money from the counter. Yep. <laughs> it was really So is great. this guy like our Willie the Snitch now? 
Yeah, well, we met him last season, I think, too. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, he looks like an artichoke. I got a funny, <laughs> yeah, I got a funny Buffy connection with this guy. Oh, yeah? Okay, so Merle is played by Matthew James, um, who was in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back as the their Shaggy during when Jay and Silent Bob get picked up by the Mystery Machine. So he's in the back of the van as Shaggy, and in the front of the van was uh, Fred, played by Mark Blucas, uh, who was Riley. <laughs> and the uh, Scooby-Doo movie, of course, has Sarah Michelle Gellar. Oh. So, I don't know. I just A train of thought I wrote down. Anyway. We were following. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so, Darla, guys, what do you think? Love her. <laughs> Fantastic. Really great. She she has like no shit to give. Like past and present. I fucking love her. <laughs> yeah. Really good. She took off at the end of uh, or at the be- opening of uh, the episode Epiphany, middle of season 2. We hadn't heard from her and all of a sudden she's down in Central America doing <laughs> drinking blood and taking limes with it. <laughs> <laughs> she's looking for a shaman. Mm-hmm. Correct? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably has to she, do with the uh, bun in the oven. <laughs> yeah. Julie Ben says, the pregnancy was probably the most exciting development for uh, the character of Darla and myself. Finding yeah. out about that was the most wow moment I had with her. We'd always joke around that maybe she would get pregnant, but it was always a joke. <laughs> That's what I love about supernatural shows. You can do you can change the rules at any time. You can Anytime. find a way uh-huh. to just change everything. Yeah. You know, if a, if a character dies, you can bring them back somehow. You know, if you lay down a rule that vampires can't get pregnant, you can, you yeah, can find a way to change it. it. Exactly, find a way around it. Um, she was she was human, right, for like five seconds. Yeah, for a little bit. Yeah, yeah but just not when... just enough time to get pregnant, right? No, she didn't have sex with Angel until after she was a vampire. What? Remember, Drusella turned her into a vampire. But that doesn't mean it's angels. What? It's gotta be angels. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta be angels. Oh, no. Is it Lindsay's? Yeah, I say it's Lindsay's, right? It'll have to come with like a fake hand. Is that like a floating light alien that came into her ship and impregnated her? <laughs> There's 19 the months, right? That we haven't seen them, or is that just us? That's just us. <laughs> <laughs> it's been six months since it's we last three. saw Darla, I think. Oh. oh, yes, yeah, I would say yes. Six months. That sounds right. Right. And she looks like she's like 12 months pregnant. To pop. She only looks that way because she's some. She's a little skinny bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I don't know about you guys, but I remember watching this, and when she pulls her, pulls away from the bar, and I was just like, this gigantic stomach, I was like, whoa! Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did like, you not see my note? Oh. <laughs> yeah. for, I wrote one Darla when she was just there. scenes of the series for me. Mm. Yeah, when she turned around, I was like, I honestly went, oh? I thought, mm-hmm. I think that's the sound I mean. <laughs> But there is a reference here in the the subway car about uh, <coughs> James says something about how he screwed Darla, and he's like, "How did how did you know?" Oh, uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah, that was awesome. That was oh, great. back in the day, hmm. yes, yeah. I knew that you were saying that all along. Hmm. So funny, so funny. Yeah, so that that guy in the last scene with Darla, 
when he was bit, that face he made, the the perfect thing for someone off screen to say would have been Adios mio. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, that... like, he just, like, fell to the ground, and all the other patrons in the bar were just like, hey, whatever. Man. Maybe that's the uh, Nicaraguan uh, version of Caritas. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I'm just looking to see if I have any more trivia. First episode. Uh, nope. Oh, uh, deleted scene. What? Um... Cordelia continues to ramble on after making her comment on the significance of Elizabeth's uh, still wearing James's necklace after 200 years in lines of dialogue cut due to length. She said, um, you see me wearing Kurt Eisenthorpe's football ring or Xander's meat medallion? All three men look at her gun turns to the guys. I'd like to take this one. So what kind of meat did he have that earned him a medallion? <laughs> he says, not that kind of meat. Swim meat. He was on the swim team. Get your mind <laughs> out of the gutter. <laughs> awesome. Hey, do we have some feedback? Oh, yeah. I see you uh, remembered the password. I did remember the password. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> It's like I said, uh, sign in from Montreal. But, oh. it's, 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 it's pretty easy to remember Robin is the best. So, <laughs> Whoops. Sorry, let me go change that. It's not going to say Illyrio is the blurst. Stupid uh, monkey. Oops, we have sorry. an email from Fry. Greetings from 2014. How's 2015 or 16 or 17? This is literally a message from May 27th, 2014, guys. <laughs> Anyway, hey, Skarg. Ha ha, joke's on you. There is no G. <laughs> Angel is back, and this episode is meh. I like the Holt's backstory, and the twist at the end was awesome. Who do you think the dad is? I like the concept of the episode, but I feel it's executed poorly. We don't know this vampire and his girlfriend, and I don't like that they try to act like they have been here the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Nicky and Pablo. Nicky and Pablo. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Fred joined the opening credits, and Lorne didn't does that seem right to you does kim like fred more than she did in the pilea arc overall not my favorite four out of ten evil monks kim did i did i what do you like fred more now than you did in the pilea arc not really i can i'm very indifferent towards toward her because i'm like oh she's part of the show now i guess she's gotta earn kim's trust she has to (laughs) Heidi writes, hey, Scar, Rax, Arcs, which do you prefer? <laughs> uh, I'm I like so... Rax after Rax? Cordy. No, no, Robin, that was the wrong thing to say. I think Scar is awesome because then we can kill Musafa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to be watching Angel again. Right away, you see why we said the crossovers would get fewer and farther between. They won't even say the B word. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Bitka? She means Bitka, doesn't she? Bitka. I am beyond excited to hear the new version of your theme song for the new season. Why did Gun get a shrunken head? That was a strange gift. No, it's because of my quote is why he got a shrunken head. Heidi. Ah. That was a strange gift. Oh, are we gift. doing quotes for this show too? Oh, of I course. think so. Why not? Are you going to steal my quote, Illyrio? No, you're not. I mean, no, I'm not. It's just my quote. What do you get for the man (laughs) who has not much of anything, actually? That's true. (laughs) Gun doesn't really have anything. And Angel brings him 
uh, shrunken head. That vision was pretty bad. Cody's Cody... got hoodies and sharp sticks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cordy didn't seem to bounce back very quickly after that one, but Phantom Dennis takes good care of her. James and Elizabeth seem to be the Spike and Drusilla replacements, you know, since yep. Spike is on that other show. Lauren's singing makes me happy. Cordy has the right idea. Lauren. It is when you're home alone that you get kidnapped, although not in this case. Poor Fred. She'll probably never come out again. <laughs> so Angel and Cordy escape through the sewers and leave Fred alone in the hotel. I mean, I guess James can't get in her room and he's going to follow them, but I don't know. It just doesn't seem like a good idea. Fred's safe. Uh, yeah, Cordy should totally win that safe. room. So Darla's back and she's put on a few pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch, Heidi. Until next time, Heidi. Thank you, Heidi. That was great. I love it. You want me to take one? Yeah, take Ian. Ian. Uh, Ian says, hello, all. It's great to have you back watching Angel. It's also great to see Angel again. I've missed watching along with you although I've seen it all before. And I've missed how the tone is different to Buffy, despite being in the same universe. The main plot of the episode deals with the fallout from Buffy's death and how Angel is dealing with it, giving us a parallel with James. But I'm more concerned with getting to know our core team again. While we don't see much of Wes or Gunn, it does feel like they're even closer as friends now. Lauren has his bar up and running again, too. Yeah, uh, side note, how do they get Angel's car out of Caritas? <laughs> I don't know. They hired someone. <laughs> anyway, that brings me cor- that brings me Cordy. Oh, brings me to Cordy, who is more empathetic than she seemed to be at the end of season two. Her visions, though, look to be getting worse. It used to be that she'd get a short headache right after them. Now, though, she seems to be on pain meds. At least she has the Phantom Dennis to take care of her. And Angel, well, he should have gone to Vegas. <laughs> I haven't forgotten about Fred, but she isn't really part of the team. Kim doesn't even like her. No, I haven't. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) She's back from Pylea, but still slowly recovering, as you would after five years in hell. Mm -hmm. Well, that, or start wearing a green hood and filling people with arrows. (laughs) (laughs) At the moment, Fred now sees, seems... A lot like Willow with a little bit of river thrown in. Amy Acker is a great actor in her own right and will make this role her own. Spoilers, Ian. Uh, oh, and surprise, it's Darla and sh- is she pregnant? Thanks, Ian. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, Ian. Let's see. Tomas. So first things first, I get there's I guess there's no more Gax Skarg acronyms. So what do we call you guys now? Cars, arcs. I think I speak for everyone when I say, Kelly Joe, your help is needed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's up, people? I actually haven't had a chance to rewatch this episode. I'm mostly just sending this because I'm a terrible listener who failed to send feedback for Chosen. So I just wanted to congratulate you guys <laughs> on that and tell you how friggin' awesome you are for sticking with this crazy thing the whole way through. We all love and appreciate you. Oh, thank you, Tomas. I'm afraid to actually write anything about this episode because I'm afraid I'm going to mention something from the wrong episode. It's been a while <laughs> since my last few watch. I feel the same way. <laughs> I seem to recall the subway fight being really awesome, so that's one comment that actually fits here. At least, you're welcome. I'll try to send some actually relevant feedback next time. I hope you guys have fun on your first day back in L.A. Talk to you later. Peace. Bye. <laughs> I imagine that's how Thomas says peace at the end of the message. Peace. Peace.
<laughs> okay, did you see the one from Fry? Yeah, yeah, we read it at the beginning. Yeah, right oh. at the beginning. Oh, where was that? Okay. I don't know. You're on your phone. It, it dingleberried a couple times. Hello. Oh. You. Yeah. Ray <laughs> writes. <laughs> I want to start off by saying that I really love Angel Season 3 for the most part. That said, this isn't a great season opener. I just don't find James to be very interesting, and I don't much care about him losing the love of his life. Angel spent the time uh-huh. between seasons mourning Buffy's death away from L.A., and after Fred returned with the gang from Pylea, she has spent most of the three months in her room barely ever leaving it. She uh-huh. is suffering from some sort of PTSD from her five years spent in Pylea. That or she's just a straight-up crazy person. But again, the main storyline with James falls flat for me. I get what the writers are trying to do. They're trying to make a clean break from Buffy. This is the first Angel episode after Buffy switched networks. So they're trying to make it so that Angel fully moves on from the thought of Buffy as the love of his life. That will allow both the character and the show to move on from Buffy. Did it, Okay. <clears throat> Sorry to backtrack a little mm-hmm. bit, but Fred used to be a librarian, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why don't they do the... And our guys know that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So why don't they surround her with... with um? With books to make her feel comfortable, and you know, maybe because they're a terrible memories. Well, I, and it is also just one episode. But I, I no, it's like, not one episode. It's three months of her of of her being a shut in, and them not even <laughs> trying to get her like some therapy. Yeah, Last yeah, time yeah. I opened up a book, I got thrown to the portal. <laughs> you know what? That's <laughs> a good point, Robin. Me. I don't want to see another book as long as I live. Bah! Let me write on these walls. These walls won't open up and. I'm just going to watch TV. I don't like books anymore. Morty, you got to come with me. (laughs) Anyways. They are trying to parallel the James Elizabeth love story to Angel Buffy one, but I just don't think it works. Yeah, it doesn't. I get the idea, but I just don't like the execution. The most interesting part of this episode is the cliffhanger ending. Darla is preggers? How is that Uh possible? I guess we'll find out. Angel Season 3 is a great ride, and I can't wait to see what you guys think as it progresses. It's good to have Redemption cast back! Ray! Ray, I am with you. Thank you. Let me just hit refresh. I was just so happy watching Angel. No other messages? Yes! Awesome. Hey, everyone, thanks for your feedback. That's really awesome. Do we have any more points, or do we want to uh, rate? Uh, let me take a quick scan. I've just highlighted things. So uh, if I. Forty stuff. Hangouts. Angels the same. Darla. Uh, I think we covered it all. Equalizer. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I really enjoyed this episode. Um, hey. I didn't like Nikki and Paolo very much. <laughs> and I thought that Paolo's doctor was an asshole. Uh, but I think it's worth, I think it's worth a seven, seven out of 10. Adios mios. <laughs> seven. Okay. I enjoyed it. I liked, I, we're back. That's all I have to say. We're back. We're watching some good TV again. I enjoyed it immensely. Uh, a little few, uh, a few little scenes where I was just like, you know, chuckle for the SOD purposes. But I'm like, that's what we love about it. Um, yeah, I, I kind of echo Illyrio Seven. I'm glad that we're back, but I know that we're we're gearing up for more. Maybe seven and a half for the for the the great reveal at the end because that was like a 
jaw dropping moment where I was just like, what yeah. the hell? Angel is great for that. I just love yeah. Maybe even Buffy oh, too. Good. So I'm going to give it seven and a half crutches out of 10. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way. I, I give it so. I mean, there's lots of action, and the uh, the jokes were like punched up. The you know the dialogue was real funny at the beginning, but David Greenwald is a little corny. <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah, I feel the same about James and Elizabeth. I don't care about uh-uh. them, but and I do see what they're trying to do, making the uh, the uh between how Angel feels about Buffy and how James feels about Elizabeth, but I don't care. So, yeah, 7 out of 10. Major baby bumps. <laughs> Major. Um, Major. And as for myself, uh, I just have to temper my excitement just to be covering Angel again because there's actually a lot more, much better episodes ahead. Yeah, the James yeah. and Elizabeth are kind of lame. But man, it's just it's just good to see everybody again, and uh, I can't wait to spend more time with them. Actually, I did a whole rewatch uh, a few <laughs> months ago just to get it because I was so excited. So there's, it's all fresh in my head, and I can't wait to talk about it all. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm with you guys. I give it a 7.5 out of 10 sponge baths. Wow, nice. And so okay. yeah, 7.25, whatever Lufa baths doesn't sound as good. <laughs> Hey. hey folks that's what we thought about the episode um you can let us know what you think via email at redemptioncast at gmail.com <laughs> you can follow us on the twitter we're at redemptioncast you can go to redemptioncast.blogspot.com uh and our phone number expired so yeah yep <laughs> nobody called it anyway yeah it's all paul right. mackey maybe yeah, send does us the, an email does the, the other one still work what the buffy one <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's a two seven zero four zero B word. Bitka. Bitka. No, Buffy. Yeah, you, you can call us on there. I'll have sure. to check the other email address. Quoti yeah. uh, Bombori, and I'm gonna go first because you know. Wait, wait, wait. Should I, should I just make that announcement about the guest stuff? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hey folks, have you ever wanted to be a guest on Redemption Cast? Well, now's your lucky day. For the low, low price of five hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> No, Robin, you have details? Uh, yes. Uh, I, I believe uh, Ian was one of the first people to really uh, message and, and say, well, hey, let's I be wanna... clear. Matt Humphrey was oh, Matt the Humphrey earliest is... person who was really hoping we'd do guests when we were originally doing this podcast. That's so, true. you know, uh, Matt did it a little bit earlier than Ian. But I, I recognize yeah. Ian's uh, enthusiasm and uh, impetus for what you're about to say. Can you tell yeah. them just want to delay this announcement? <laughs> like a lot i'm being such a tease <laughs> all right here's the deal we're gonna have guests we have a we have an empty we have an empty chair we want you to fill it uh and uh what we want you to do uh is just wait patiently until i finally get around to tell you how to sign up yeah. um and that's probably gonna be right about now um uh so do you have facebook have you joined our facebook group what was it facebook dot com slash group slash potential cast potential right? cast yeah, uh-huh. yeah. whatever be a part means. of that group i mean before it was we're just exclusive podcasts that didn't have guests now we're an exclusive podcast and if you want a guest you're gonna have to be in that facebook group because after this episode is released uh what's gonna happen is 
Um, randomly, I'm going to post, and I'm not. It's basically it's not. It's I'm only saying random because it's going to be like I'm going to notice that the episode's been posted, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I I'm not even going to email Robin and let him know. I'm just I'm just going <laughs> to let him discover it's posted by himself. So, uh, at a certain time after the episode is posted, I'm going to make a post of my own on there and say. Get your season three episodes. Yep. And it's only going to be season three. What you're going to do is you're going to open this thread. You're going to look at whoever's posted on there before you. You're going to go, oh, that episode's taken, damn it. Oh, that episode's taken, damn it. Um, and then you're going to post uh, what episode you want that hasn't been taken. Now, just post two episode titles. One is the episode you want that hasn't already been taken. And the episode that you want to be a backup on. So two episode titles. And the big thing, the big part of this is you got to be available when we're ready to record. And you might not even, you might have like six hours notice, <laughs> but hopefully not. Hopefully, you know, you'll know a few days ahead of time. Usually and it's, yeah, it, and uh, the, we may change. The schedule yeah. may change many, yeah. many, many times. Yeah, you may be looking forward to it all week, and all of a sudden, boom, you're, <laughs> it's now not happening. And Yes, uh, we, are, we are the worst. Yeah. We are. So, I'm sorry. We're just not going to be responsible for like switching out episodes. If you want to trade with somebody who's already got an episode, you know, uh, maybe you can work that out. I really don't want to be responsible for all that, though. No, because uh, it's bad enough trying to get a, get get all four of us on 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 Google Hangouts at a time. So, uh-huh. um, but uh, we want you on. We want to hear your thoughts, guys. Yeah, we do. So that's that's it. Yeah. So after the episode is posted, remember only season three episodes. And please don't be like, I really want to be on this one because Angel catches on fire, or you know, <laughs> what? <laughs> what episode titles? Episode title you want, and then backup episode, and I'll know what you mean. Awesome. Yeah, we don't need your reasons until you record the episode. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Great idea. Awesome. Thank you, Robin. Uh, Quote time, and I'm going to go first. Bastard. Thanks for the head, bro. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why Gunn got a drunken head. (laughs) For that ADR'd line. (laughs) Was it ADR'd? Was it like, you know... It sounded really ADR'd, and he wasn't on screen. <laughs> so clearly they thought of that in post and he he probably begrudgingly came in and did it. Later dudes. <laughs> Going to the hatch. I don't think what? No. That wasn't actually That wasn't on the episode. Kim, what's your quote? I was talking about ADR. Anyways, yeah, um oh. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> um uh, he doesn't need a lap dance. He needs some peace and quiet to work through his thoughts. Cut to Angel <laughs> punching a, a bunch of monks. Yeah, that was hilarious. So good. Because uh, that's how Angel works through things. I appreciate your courage, but I don't want to see you get hurt. I don't either. I go home, he'll come after me because I'm home alone. <laughs> that's what they do. They come after you when you're alone. Oh, sure, Cordy, be, go home, be a hostage with the torture and the fear and the torture. I'm Cordelia. I don't think I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, did the Amara people make cufflinks or belt buckles? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great Jim of Amara callback. 
Mm-hmm. That was hilarious. Yeah. That's yeah. A stupid ring. <laughs> oh, oh hey. Can see Harmony again? That'd be great. That would be awesome. <laughs> well, that was good. That was awesome. Yeah. It's We're back. Thing. We're back. Yeah. Let's give him a row. What do you say, Angelus? I'd say you're an idiot, but I'd just be repeating myself. (laughs) (laughs) Just Just terrible. The thing is, I've been been playing lots of Hearthstone, and there's a little bit of that guy. Oh, pull up a chair. Warm your feet by the fire. I'm like, is that Angelus? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Very funny. Cool. Sorry, I kind of uh, started outroing the show over your quote, Rob, and I apologize. Oh, please, outro um, away. Uh, yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, Kim, thank you for staying awake. Um, you are excused. <laughs> I know, I'm surprised. <laughs> we, will be, uh, we will be publishing this ASAP, and we will be back uh, later with uh, potentially a guest. I mean, redemptionly a guest. Yeah. <laughs> All the puns have to change. <laughs> Until, uh, hey, uh, what's on the slate for next time? That's what I'm supposed to say. Oh, yeah. Um, On the uh, podcast next time, season three, episode two, that vision thing. What do you guys think that's about? It's a Cordy-centric episode. uh, (laughs) And we're going to get flashbacks and we're going to find out. Wait, no. Wrong. It's an Avengers solo episode. Vision (laughs) jumps on to the podcast. I finally Podcast watched that show. movie. I really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. Cool. I had to like watch it again because I was like nodding off in the theater. Oh, really? So yeah. Oh. Wait, what movie? Avengers, Avengers Age of Ultron. Oh. I watched Spectre in IMAX on opening night. I just watched Spectre, Spectre the other night. I it was it. really awesome. As soon as the, spoiler alert, as soon as he landed on that couch, I knew exactly what kind of movie I was about to watch. And I yeah. loved all of it. Exactly. That's a little long in the like end, what? but that's what she said. Oh, oh. we're back. Yeah, yeah. I usually how long? Oh, note. trust me, I've watched every freaking James Bond movie since February. <laughs> They're so long. Yeah. Bye, I'm everybody. See you Friday. Yeah. All right, bye. Oh, we're leaving. <laughs> bye, bye, guys. See ya. Watch me back. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye. All oh right, my cool. gosh. Just realized what this next episode is. All right. <laughs> Done the broadcast. Yay. <laughs> Gotta turn off the recording. Yay.
kind of funny you mentioned the scarecrow because there's a scene in this episode that reminded me of batman begins Ooh. ah yes well angel is very much like batman only better 
<laughs> Except he killed his parents. Oh! Yeah! That's, that is, that's B.A. Which, which is the first two letters of Batman. All right, Robin, hit it. 